there. You are listening to the Love and Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Johnson, and I am on this earth to help you recover emotionally, physically, and spiritually from miscarriage. It's definitely my calling. It wasn't all that long ago that I too suffered three miscarriages of my own and six years of infertility. And I really know how painful and lonely the journey can be. Over those six years, I developed some really solid tools for releasing the emotional pain of loss and for truly healing from the inside out. And I'm here to share them all with you so that you can feel like yourself again. So if you've had a miscarriage or experienced the loss that infertility brings, because there is a loss there too, you are in the right place. And I'm so grateful that you're taking the first step toward healing by joining me today. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome. It's Sherry Johnson on the Love and Loss podcast. You're listening to episode number 41. And today we're talking about how to set boundaries after a miscarriage. This is all about saying no when you feel you need to. Are you someone who has said yes to a baby shower, an event, a social engagement, even just a date with friends after your miscarriage, even though you knew you didn't want to go? I definitely did. You might be someone who, like me, was having trouble setting clear boundaries. And that can be actually really tough to do after a miscarriage. Heck, it can be tough to set boundaries in a normal time, at any time. And if you're anything like me, you're saying yes to all kinds of things. As I said, I, I went to baby showers, weddings. I even went back to work the day after my miscarriage, even though everything inside of me said to honor my feelings, honor my needs and stay home. When I reflected on this, I realized that I've actually been doing it my entire life. I stifled all my own needs, my desires, my feelings, my emotions, and did what everybody else expected of me, whether that was my parents, teachers, church leaders, friends, it didn't matter. I had a strong need to please everyone else. And to do what they thought was right for me, not what I felt was right for myself. I had this this overwhelming need to meet their needs and that overpowered the need to meet my own. It got to the point where I lost touch with what I even desired or needed. I lost touch with my emotions. I just looked to the outside world to tell me what to do and tell me how to feel. And then as soon as I said yes, then the regret would set in and sometimes resentment, guilt, should haves or should have ha- should have said yes, shouldn't have or shouldn't have said yes, should have said no. I was really, you know, as soon as I said yes to something I really didn't want to do, I was no longer in alignment with my own truth, my own desires. Why do we do this to ourselves? Lots and lots of people do. And it gets even worse after you've had a loss. I feel that was when it really hit me that this is what I was doing. And it wasn't until I was complaining to my sister about a baby shower that I didn't want to go to that 
the light bulb went on. She looked me straight in the eyes and said, you don't have to go. Why don't you just say no? What? I don't have to go? The light bulb came on in that moment. And I think it was because she just gave me the permission that I needed to say no. For some reason, I just couldn't do that myself. I didn't know that I could just say no. But really, an invitation is just an invitation. It doesn't mean you have to say yes to it. Whenever I received an invitation to a wedding or a shower or whatever it was for, I had it in my mind that the only reason that I could say no was if I had something already planned, which of course isn't true. You can just say no. On the other hand, there's so much more to it if you want to continue to set clear boundaries for yourself. It's more than just saying no. So if you Google how to set boundaries, or if you research, or if you talk to experts, industry, you know, psychotherapists, that kind of thing, what I found is that they tell you a few different things. I'm going to cover three of them. One of them is, as I said, just say no. But again, it's not that easy. You won't actually say no until something else changes within you. Because we all know just to say no is a, is a possibility. But it's within us that we don't necessarily believe that. So something else has to change. Another one is to ask for help when you need it. But again, you won't do that until you understand what you need. So you actually have to tap into your own needs and wants and desires and feelings. And then you also must feel worthy and deserving of having those needs met. So you won't ask for help if you don't know what you need, if you don't know how you want to feel, and if you don't feel you deserve to have those needs met. And then the third thing is to be protective of your time and what you're, you're willing to commit to. And this is the third thing that, that you just won't do that until you feel that your time is worth as much as someone else's. So really the, the commonality there is that you need to feel worthy before you're going to do any of those things, before you're going to set boundaries, you need to feel that you deserve to do so. I'm going to come back to that in a minute. I do have four tips for you for setting clear boundaries and for being able to say no when you really don't want to do something. Number one, ask yourself why you don't set boundaries in the first place. Why do you not say no? Or why do you say yes to things that you really don't want to do? Usually it's because you need something from that person you've said yes to. So what is it that you need from them? Is it approval? Are you a people pleaser? Is it about fitting in? So you don't want to miss out on the shower, the wedding, whatever it is. You don't want to miss out on the fun. For me, 
most often when I said yes to something that I I knew I should have declined, it's because I was looking for some sense of belonging. I was trying to fit in. And of course I wanted to fit in with the mom club, the, you know, all my mom friends. I wanted, I wanted that for myself. So of course I wanted to fit in with them. But Brene Brown says that when you say yes to fit in, when you're doing things to not miss out or because you should or because you feel obligated, you'll actually feel pain. You won't actually feel a sense of belonging when you're not being true to yourself. And I actually experienced that a lot. When I went to a baby shower, when I really didn't want to, I just felt isolated because I was the only one there without a baby or I was the only one there who'd had a miscarriage and was struggling, or I was the only one there who didn't know if she was going to ever be a mom. So that actually, it didn't make me feel a sense of belonging at all. I just ended up feeling more isolated. So that's number one. Ask yourself why you don't set clear boundaries in the first place. What is it that you possibly need from someone else as a reason for saying yes. Number two, dig into what your true needs and desires are. You can do this by uh, any of these things, actually, any of these tips you can, you can do by journaling or by meditating on them, whatever feels right to you. I like to journal. That seems to be how things come out of, come out of me. Uh, So you could journal, ask yourself, how do you want to feel? What makes you feel good? What are the emotions that you most want to experience? Ask yourself if you are attending to your needs by, or are you making it worse by saying yes to something? So is it going to make you feel better or is it going to make you feel worse by saying yes? Is it going to make you feel those emotions that you most want to feel by saying yes, or is it going to make you feel the opposite? Ask yourself, if you weren't afraid to ask, what would you request from your family or friends? What would allow them to fulfill your needs or help you feel the way that you want to feel? So that's number two. Dig into what your true needs and desires really are. Number three, check in with your self-worth. So coming back to this question of worthiness and deservedness, if that's a word, there's this question of your self-worth. If you are saying yes to a lot of things that you don't want to do, check in with yourself. Do you feel that you deserve to have your own needs met? Is there a reason that you might be dishonoring what you feel? Is it because you don't feel like you are good enough to have your own needs met? So that's number three, check in with your self-worth. And the last one, number four, find true connection. Back to Brene Brown. 
she says that true belonging comes from connection. And by the way, I think Brene Brown talks a lot about belonging, but I think the key book, if I recall correctly, where she really talks about belonging is in Braving the Wilderness. And the wilderness is, well, you know what? That's a whole other story. I'll let Brene Brown tell that one. But I think that's where I'm getting these, um, if I recall correctly, this this sense of belonging, according to her, is, is talked about in, she talks about it in Braving the Wilderness. And it comes from connection. So if you say yes to people, and but then don't feel a genuine connection with them, it's going to feel like you're just doing it to try to fit in or try to meet that person's needs. If you don't feel that genuine connection, it's not going to feel authentic to you. So who are the people in your life that fill you up? Who are the people that really understand you and your needs? The people that you understand and you, you get them, you understand their needs. When there's that that give and take, that genuine connection between you, that is when you are going to feel a sense of belonging. Who are the people that drain your energy? These are the people that when you leave them, you feel heavy, you feel anxious, kind of frazzled, drained. How can you begin to say no to those people? Because they're not going to fill you up. You're not going to feel that sense of belonging. You're not going to feel that connection with people who drain you. How can you spend more time with the people that fill you up? Say yes to them. And say no to those people who don't. Just to summarize those four once again. So the first one is ask yourself why you don't set clear boundaries in the first place. What is it that you need from the person you're saying yes to when you really don't feel like it. Number two, dig into what your true needs are, your true needs, your desires, your wants, how you want to feel. Number three, check in with your with your self-worth and make sure that you actually feel deserving of, of what you desire and deserving of having your needs met. And number four, find true connection. Spend time with the people that fill you up and say no to those people who don't. Saying yes when you mean no, when you really don't feel like doing something, it actually increases your suffering. It means that you're not attending to your pain. And when you're not attending to your pain, you're making it worse. Rebecca Campbell is another person who... I love her books. I have one of her Oracle decks and, and it was in her, um, it's called the work your light Oracle cards. One of them is about boundaries. And she says that saying no is actually a spiritual act. Those who set the clearest boundaries are the most giving, loving, and compassionate people. Because when they say yes, they are able to show up fully. And that's what I really want for you and for me is to show up fully, to be able to do that. And if I can't do that, 
that's not really serving anybody. It's not serving me. And it's definitely not serving the person who gave me the invitation, regardless of what it's for. If I can't show up fully for them, that is not giving or loving or compassionate. I can't be those things when I'm resentful of having to say yes, or if I'm just not feeling up to going. So when you follow the four tips that I gave you before, you'll be honoring your needs and your pain. You'll be able to heal so much more quickly. And when you actually expand this and apply it to the rest of your life, not just your grief, you will be living a different life a year from now, a life that feels so much less busy. It feels more peaceful, less resentful, and more authentic, less obligatory, and more free. It's definitely a process. I can attest to that. It takes some inner work to go through those those questions, those tips, those four tips that I gave you. It's hard work. But my question to you is, are you someone who's willing to do that work in order to have that level of peace and freedom? Or will you continue to say yes and add resentment, regret, and guilt to your grief? I can tell you that it is so worth it to do the work. I'm going to leave it at that for today. I will put in the show notes the the two references to the Rebecca Campbell Oracle Cards and Brene Brown's book. I would also invite you to join my Facebook group. I have a private group called Miscarriage Dash Love and Loss. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. I would love it if you join me over there. That is where we get into these discussions much more deeply. And there's many women over there who do understand your pain and are it would be a wonderful place for you to tap into that connection and potentially meet some like-minded women who know exactly how you feel. And I also want to just leave it with a a request or an invitation to you to leave me a, a review if you're on Apple Podcasts or follow, subscribe, whatever platform you're on. I would invite you to do those things so that other people can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found some value and I'll be back next week with another episode for you. Bye for now.